98FM, it is the Saturday Social with Rachel. Now, I'm very excited about my next guest who has just written a book called Does My Butt Look Big in This? She is a model, author and body positive activist. Felicity Hayward, you're very welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, babes. <laughs> Lovely to chat with you. Now, Felicity, a lot of people will know you as someone, you know, who's big into promoting self-love and, you know, embracing your body type. But having had a little sneak peek at your book, I I saw that that's not always the case. So bring me back a little bit to when you were growing up and kind of where your relationship with your, your, your body began and how it changed over the years. As you said, I'm a very confident woman now and I'm all about self-love, but to say that I was confident from a young age is, it would be a lie. I, I think I grew up, I'm 33, and I grew up in, you know, the 90s, or the 90s kid, and back then, you know, the poster girls of the generation were Britney and Christina, who yeah. at that moment in time were very tall, very thin, um, bodies and that was the sort of aesthetic of the era I speak about a lot about this in my book but it was the body trend of the era mm. which is so gross to think about because bodies are not trends bodies are um the, the vessel that literally carries you through life it's not it's not a fashion trend you know it's it's something that you need to really look after and care for because it's the only person that literally has your back yeah. um and <laughs> you know I grew up with the pressures of of having a curvier figure and having a big bum which my mum has and my auntie and cousins have like I didn't have the physique that that the popular girls had back then the fashion of the 90s which has made a comeback was it all has. about you know low-rise jeans yeah Felicity and, I like, started seeing the low-rise jeans again yeah which I'm a bit like a bit terrified about because <laughs> it's it's really interesting to hear you talk like this because I also grew up in the 90s and I think it's really interesting that your book is called does my bum look big in this as someone who was a little bit curvier in the 90s you know I was always very conscious about my bum like it was like you weren't really supposed to have one so you know and it's really funny Felicity like to this day I would say I'm a lot more confident with my body now than I was when I was growing up but I am still very conscious about kind of wearing yeah. longer shirts or wearing things that maybe cover up the bum a little bit do you think that some of this stuff even though a lot of us will say oh we've grown out of it and we're more confident some of it is like really ingrained in us that like we're not even yeah. consciously thinking <clears throat> about it a lot of us won't know this information because it's not it's not fed to us the only information that's really fed to us is what we should be eating, what we should be wearing, what makeup we should be, what styling, like we're fed all of these things and beauty products to change us and, you know, body creams to get rid of cellulite and stretch marks and aging and all these things which are totally natural and will happen. When you look back at the timeline of just, just for example, the last hundred years of women's bodies mm. and how we have been manipulated. In the 1920s to 40s, they, they were giving women tapeworms to stop them feeling hungry. Um, in, 40, in the 1940s, they were giving them cigarettes before they knew that cigarettes were obviously extremely damaging. And then in the 1950s, they were like, oh no, the Hollywood starlet, like the curvy bombshell is now in. People were having weight gain pills to put on weight <laughs> to become bigger. And then in the 1960s, we have, you know, Twiggy that came into um, the fashion industry. So it was very, very thin aesthetic again. The 80s was like a very strong sort of healthy fitness body of the supermodels. The 90s was heroin chic, a term which was looking like you're addicted to a class A drug. 
Yeah. And then you go to now where curvy is now more popularized and all these people are getting, you know, these uh, procedures and BBLs to look more curvier. And, mm. and when, when you actually think about that timeline, you're like, no wonder we have issues. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's <laughs> incredible to hear you outline the pressures women have gone through throughout the decades. And, you know, a lot of these trends are, of course, fueled by the fashion industry and media and yeah. magazines. And, you know, you yourself are a model now, Felicity. So what is it like working in an industry that, you know, traditionally celebrated, you know, slim, <laughs> skinny? What's it like working within that industry now? And do you see that changing? I started my career in 2011. I got scouted in East London pub. And, and back then there was no plus size women within the fashion industry. Plus size and curve wasn't seen as cool. I got thrown into the industry and was like, oh, I know I'm a gimmick. I literally mm. just got in this situation where I was shot by a very famous photographer called Miles Aldridge. And he'd never used a plus girl before. And it just sort of, it went viral on the internet because it was like, oh, wow, this is a plus size woman in an editorial that we're only ever used to seeing very, very thin models. Brands just weren't making plus size clothing. So it took me a few years for brands to sort of wake up and be like, oh, we're going to use this girl. And, and now, you know, a decade later, you know, most of the high street stores, whether they have it in their actual shops, do have plus size collections now, which is it's amazing on one hand because I've been through the whole decade of, of watching it grow but also at the same time that like, quite embarrassing that it has taken a whole decade yeah but I mean look change doesn't come quickly and it's great to see that you know fashion industry is now catering for a much more diverse range of people and speaking of diversity Felicity when it comes to body types I know you've been quite outspoken about Love Island which is incredibly popular particularly this summer and you know I suppose yeah. the lack of diversity um, when it comes to body types on that show I think you might have described it as as toxic um, and yeah. talk to me a little bit about that and, and, and what you find toxic about the bodies on screen well the thing is with, with love island it's it's a situation where they are only using one type of body and one type of beauty so it is creating a trend of this is how we want you know this is the most desirable look for people and like that's not achievable they don't have curvy women in there they i think they've had a curvy woman in once which was the, the term curvy i think she was maybe a size 12 um, I think it's quite a toxic show because, you know, it's about love. It's about being desirable. And, you know, you've got it's a very young audience. So you've got this young audience going like, oh, this is what I want to be. This is who I want to be. I, I get what you're saying. And I totally accept that there is a definitely a lack of different types of body shapes on the show. And, you know, the show in itself is not a realistic show you know it's not really reflective of everyday society but I suppose you could argue that the contestants you know they all seem by and large healthy you know they work out on the show you do see them eating snacks as well uh, you know is is that not a kind of healthy aspiration for young people to look look up to as well as you know I mean obviously they should celebrate all body types but yeah. it's not the worst thing to look up to I mean I I disagree I think it's it's selling an idea of beauty and it's selling an idea of of desirability and in my opinion having everyone that does look the same it is isn't good you know, we, we've seen this time and time again in so many different parts of the industry. Um, you know, we've seen young girls growing up with only white, blonde hair, blue eye Barbie dolls, you know, and then you see like it, there needs to be representation for for everyone. And I think when it's such a popular show, it's such a shame that they 
don't want to do this um yeah and yeah of course like you know I'm not I'm not saying that um the people on the show are not healthy of course like you know but you can you can be healthy at any size and I think that's another conversation to be honest um but yeah I just don't I just think it would be better if they had um more realistic um people on there a lot of them have had work done um you know and it's again it's just po- posting the idea of like that is not um attainable to most young people to have these veneers have these extensions have these like you know um alterations done to their body um yeah. and there's nothing wrong with getting all these things done but when you have a group of people that just look the same that's for me sending out the wrong message yeah, and that's a fair enough point. And, you know, Love Island, they have the last couple of years, they have, um, they keep saying that they're going to be more diverse in their casting. Um, but we ha- we still haven't really seen that, you know, yeah. even in terms of having more same-sex couples. And, you know, there there's a lot of work to be done, I think, um, with Love Island across the board when it comes to diversity. Um, now, Felicity, your book, um, Does My Butt Look Big in This? You know, it aims to give people self-confidence who might not have much <laughs> At the moment so do you have kind of any tips that would help boost someone's confidence who might be listening today um any quick little tips you could give us so for, for me it's all about comfort so um you know when I find the most perfect outfit <laughs> and it fits and I mean that's that is a disaster in the high street anyway with with the sizing um craziness that we have um with different sizing in different stores but for me it's about comfort so it's about finding something that you really feel good in and um, whether it's a certain style a certain color a certain shape and like working with that so knowing that you know if I'm wearing this today I know I feel comfortable yeah it's not always about style it's about comfort and the other thing was uh, I always say is that there are no two people on this planet that are the same even twins you know we we all have different souls different minds different um aspirations um and I want people to understand that you know aspiring to be the best version of yourself and not someone else is so important because like I said you don't want to be in a situation where um everyone is the same like being yourself is the most beautiful thing and it's it's finding those steps um and there's a lot of things in the book that um talk about finding your own sort of self-care routine and self-love routine and finding things that really you that make you happy Mm. I can't stand here and be like oh you know do these three things because everybody is different but in the book it's got different elements of sort of trying to get you to explore those things that you that make you feel good and and find those things out yourself because it's not as just easy as just a bubble bath and turning your phone off like yeah. everyone is has different yeah. do you know what I mean no, yeah no absolutely it's yeah. not like I me turning my phone off is stressful because my job is you know constantly like hearing from my agents and whatever and like I really really struggle to turn my phone off like it caused me more stress whereas someone else it'd be a completely different situation. I mean, I don't even have a bath in my house. I only have a walk-in shower, so I can't do that. Same, you know? I know. Everything is relative to that person. Absolutely. And I think you're dead right. I think if someone, 
if you find things that make you happy, it's going to it's going to translate into confidence, you know, eventually. And that yeah. is really what it's all about. Well, listen, it's a fantastic read and congratulations on it. Does my butt Thank look big too. in this? Available in all good uh, bookshops, of course. Uh, model, author and activist Felicity Hayward. Thank you very much for your time on the Saturday Social on 98FM. Thank you so much, babe. Bye.